Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. So, I obviously... Obviously, Matt. It's time for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Obviously. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. The Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. They'll say they're soft and firm at the same time. That's not possible. Where it's possible to be soft and firm at the same time. Only two pods last week, Matt. I don't know if I'm disappointed or <laughs> I've just come to expect this level of uh, production from Bill. There is a part of me that's like, good. I don't have to listen to so much Bill. <laughs> but we do it. <laughs> I, I mean, we come here not to bury him, but to praise him, but also to bury him. Yes. We're the ombudsman, remember? <laughs> yes. The first was with Zach Lowe and only Zach Lowe for one hour, 39 minutes and 45 seconds. A lot of Zach Lowe, and as we'll discuss later, a lot of Zach Lowe saying the word like. The second was with Kevin O'Connor and then with Chris Ryan and Amanda Dobbins. That was one hour, 56 minutes and 17 seconds. Some things we'll talk about on today's pod. (laughs) Zach Lowe, who says like for 90 full seconds. Yeah, I say like a lot, but man, he says like a lot. We'll also talk about Shea Gilgis Alexander. And also how to ruin your kids. That's all coming up first. Bill starts out strong on the first effort of the week. Seven seconds in, he wants us to understand the difference between working hard and working smart in an ad for ZipRecruiter. Here's the difference between working hard and working smart. And he gives an example, which is Zach Lowe, who does both. (laughs) Zach Lowe. He works hard and he works smart. You can't say someone is doing both things and say that's the distinction. What he said was a person, Zach Lowe, is the difference. (laughs) It's impossible. A person cannot be a difference. Maybe it's like AI was the answer. (laughs) Embiid is the process. process. Zach Lowe is the difference. Yes. All right, fine. Here is 90 full (laughs) seconds of Zach Lowe saying the word like. There's a few Bill likes interspersed, just so you don't think I'm only picking on Zach. Like, Like what? Like Houston, like, 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 for like, 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 be like, and like, let's like, 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 I want to be like, 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 for like, 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 he's like, be like, 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 they're like, 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 like and like and you're like and you're like 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 they're like 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 he's like like and like like is like 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 and like run like 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 it's like like it's like oh like like and like it's like he's like he's like like it's like but they are like like it's almost like 
it's it's almost like a like be like it's like it's like 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 we're like so like and like 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 is like 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 wow like 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 because it's like 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 being like like you're like it's like what's like it's like it's like it's like what's like it's like it's like it's like 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 I'm like feel like 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 it's like like it's like 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 it's like it's like it's like 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 I just need it like I need because it's like at a minute and thirty in Bill somehow decides to dramatize choose yahoo fantasy football like this make better choices choose yahoo fantasy football pearl jam at 225 matt at 10 minutes and 22 seconds into the first pod 13 minutes swallow kicking in if he is not at 1454 another bill simmonsism a light bulb going off. That kind of light bulb isn't realistic for it to go off before 2324. Yes. And listen to this historical Bill Simmons <laughs> quote about the light bulb going off. The light bulb has gone off. Yeah. We are nothing if not archivists. <laughs> I don't think we're archivists, Matt. At 1514, the Joe Bluth Award of the Week nominee. Like, and he sh- I- At 1631, the old favorite Russell Westbrook shows up yet again. West- Westbrook's going to play... When Bill says Russell Westbrook, and we know Bill clearly has some sort of speech impediment, I can understand. <laughs> we just decided, <laughs> we just, clearly. Yeah, I Matt, mean, the clearly. speech pathologist, it's over. This is a thing. It's without question. I can understand sort of the consonant switching, which is a problem even amongst people who presumably don't have speech impediments. But he does that a lot, the Russell Westbrook. Yes. Why the f*** can't he say it when he's just saying Westbrook? He still says Westbrook. It seems weird. It, it seems weird. It also I don't seems like the it. kind of thing you could figure out. Yes. I want to make a comment of just real briefly about Bill and Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Please do, Matt. This is your forum. My recollection was, and I went back and listened, so it's not a recollection. I know it's true. Bill shat on Russell Westbrook a lot and now seems to be taking the position that he's become so underrated that he's now overrated. He's re-rating him. Yeah. No, no, the opposite. He's become so, so overrated that he's under. He's now saying that Russell has value that was that right. no longer That's perceived okay. by the league. Part of me thinks that Bill is just turning into Stephen A. Smith. It, it's, just it's just like a contrarian. Yeah, it's like when they were trying to trade Russell Westbrook and and presumably were having trouble or they couldn't figure out where he was going to go, it was man, I don't know if I want to have that guy on my team. I don't know why anybody would want him. He's old. He's He's so ball dominant. He can't produce shots for other people. And now the Rockets got him, and we know Bill's affinity for Daryl Morey, although maybe not due to mysterious (laughs) podcasts that we're never going to hear. But now it's sort of like, oh, you know what? Well, he is better than having Chris Paul. And it just feels like he just wants to stake a different position now because it's, it's sort of, like you said, contrarian. No longer a creative thinker when it comes to sports analysis and more of a Take guy. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Also known as opinionist. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. Yes. No longer a journalist, formerly a writer, <laughs> opinionist. At 22 minutes and nine seconds, a swallow. Cast. When you get into a seven-game series, I think it just becomes easier to defend. At 28 minutes and 20 seconds, Bill uh, is talking about the Warriors, and he says, did the 73 win streak take too much out of them? This was when we were talking about, did the 73 win streak take too much out of... I think he means the year they won 73 games. They also may have had a 20-something win streak. It's like Kevin Malone again. I waste time, say lot word, when few word do trick. Sometimes I think that's what Bill does. He also has a tendency to exaggerate on the fly or to misspeak and then neglect to correct himself. But this wasn't even an exaggeration because he's right. They did win 73 games in whatever, 16 or 17, the year before Durant. But basically what he was trying to say is, I wonder if the win streak and the 73 win season, okay, to, but he instead has condensed it into 73 win streak. Didn't happen. <laughs> 
Bill returns to an old favorite by adding extra H's to the beginning of a word that starts with H at almost 30 minutes in. Drop hundreds of dollars on a pair. At 30 minutes and 57 seconds, during a commercial for Raycon, Bill spells Raycon and uses this letter to end Raycon. By Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N. Matt, I've heard of these letters. R. Yep. A. Yep. Y. Mm-hmm. C. Mm-hmm. O. Mm. Have you heard of the letter on? Never heard of that one. One. It's not a real letter. <laughs> you could, Matt, I think it's a word. Bill, Bill can <laughs> re-record this. When he decides to add the letter on to the spelling of a sponsor's name, he could re-record it because like that's money on the table. <laughs> at 3504, the swallow. And the same thing with the Paul George. It's becoming clearer and clearer. At 3710, the swallow. For NBA people where... There's a concept in the English language that nouns and verbs should match up. What you want is what's called subject predicate agreement. If you have a plural subject, you should have a plural verb. Bill does not understand this at 4302. Some of the things he does is just different than anything anybody else does in that team. Just want to point out for the slower listeners, things is a plural word. It means more than one thing. Is is a singular verb. Things is different. <laughs> things he does is just different. Are wrong. It's like caveman talk. <laughs> Kevin Malone would approve. <laughs> the next problematic topic of conversation for me, Matt, was the discussion of AAU. I still don't understand what Bill's position is. I think it's that he's in favor of young athletes playing multiple sports, except for when it comes to his own daughter. And he tried, he did try and uh, sort of hedge. He said his daughter's team seems to have found the right balance. I don't know what that balance is because Bill is always bitching during football season about how he's constantly driving like an hour and a half to tournaments in Southern California. Bill hates the oversaturation of sports, except not with his kid because his kid is good. Bill wonders at 4851 what the AAUization of youth sports is potentially doing there's bodies. What it's potentially doing there's bodies. <laughs> at 50 minutes and one second on the same topic, Bill wonders Maybe we should be factoring that into our heads. Maybe we should be factoring that in our heads. Dude, <laughs> I'm not going to be factoring anything into my head unless this is some kind of futuristic. You have like a computer mind and you plug it in and then the factoring is done. In yes. The computer. <laughs> yes. And the first thing I would do is karate, just like in the Matrix. At 5129, the swallow. Five years. But he probably was going through that AAU thing, right? And he shifted into a different. He talks about how. You ruin your kids by having them play basketball and then soccer on turf in the same day. That's how you ruin your kids. What? <laughs> how does that ruin the kid? It's probably going to make the kid sleep better, which is of paramount importance. I don't understand how, how he thinks it, it ruins them. I think part of his issue with it is we're exposing them to injury. This is a bizarre diatribe by Bill in which he has an opinion and he seeks to legitimize his opinion via anecdotes that seem to have no basis in reality or quasi facts. I mean, he talks about how like some kids just get hurt less. Uh, <laughs> Including like, his son, which is, Howard Ben. Yes, which is fucking bizarre. Well, maybe Ben just never like fell on a limb in a way that would cause it to break. I don't know that Ben is, who by the way, he refers to as the less wealthy Ben Simmons. My son, Ben Simmons, the less wealthy Ben Simmons. Okay. The fact that you had to say that means that even though he is less wealthy, presumably, than the basketball player, still considerable wealth. Yeah, uh, those trampolines are not free. <laughs> I don't think there's anything about Ben Simmons, the child's, genetic makeup 
that makes him less less predisposed to injury. Bill seems to think that. He's just one of those kids from day one who just didn't get hurt. I don't know what Bill bases this off of at 54-50. I don't even know what he was talking about. Bill referred to something as the age of privates. This is the age of privates. This just made 10-year-old me laugh. Yeah, I can only guess it's one of two things. Either he's talking about private tutors based on the context or private sports lessons. Well, it sounds a little bit like if in the 60s, the Fifth Dimension released their very popular song, Age of Aquarius. And then one of these porn companies decided to do <laughs> yeah. a parody of the Age of Aquarius, but involving pornography. Yes. It would be the dawning of the Age of Privates. Yes, I really like it. At one hour and two seconds, during a promo, Bill promotes an upcoming segment where he talks about the durability of LeBron James. We're about to talk basketball and durability of of. Uh... LeBron James of Zach Lowe. This is after he has talked about the durability of LeBron James. This has to be a Kyle error. Well, it's a Kyle error, except for the fact that Bill is the boss. So Bill right. has ultimate oversight over Kyle. Right. What we have learned in being the ombudsman is that there are two kinds of Bill Simmons podcast podcast errors. There are actually many, many kinds, <laughs> yeah. but generally categorizing them. There are Matt two. already <laughs> adhering to the Bill Simmons statistical <laughs> yes. analysis, which is, I'll just use whatever the <laughs> fuck I want right now. One is, Bill just said something fucked up. Two is, Kyle somehow made some sort of editing error or failed to edit something or whatever, which we are then uh, sort of laying at Bill's feet because it's Bill's fucking company. And there has to be an element of, this is my nephew. I'm not going to go too hard on him. Do we think they recorded this ad after they recorded the Zach Lowe thing? Yes. And just to be clear, what he says is, you know, we're about to talk about basketball and the durability of LeBron with Zach Lowe. He says, we're about to talk about it. Right. So when they record this ad, it's clear that at least when Bill's saying it, he's anticipating maybe this will be in the beginning of the podcast yes. or depending on where they, if they, you know, sometimes they merge him into two. Well, I think what he's anticipating is this will be cut into the podcast before the discussion yes. about durability. And instead it's cut in after. And Kyle's just like, Whatever. It doesn't matter what order these ads go in. Just throw them in. It's, it's ridiculous. At 105.40, Bill has seen Utah get thrown around, around a lot. I've seen Utah get thrown around that. How many times was it thrown around? I think it was thrown around twice a lot. Matt, have you ever thought about something a lot, but not that much? I don't think so. Mostly because I think that's impossible. Don't worry. Bill has. <laughs> I haven't really thought about that much, but I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Is Bill at 119.38 talks about the ability of the Nets to mobilize. The ability to mobilize a gigantic 50 million fan Chinese audience. What does this mean? Bill thinks the Nets have some sort of in in the Chinese market. Matt, remember how we talked about subject-verb agreement? I do. Bill does not. Of mm. course, he hasn't heard this podcast. You think that's delicious? <laughs> Here's all the things Bill thought were delicious last week. I don't really mm. care. Mm. Limited season. Mm. Mm. I just mm, wish mm. with back to subject verb agreement at 120 and two seconds. Bill says, speaking as James Dolan, here are all the ways me, James Dolan, is, is going to help you. If you take out James Dolan from that sentence, the way it works is this here are all the ways me is going to help you. Here are all the ways me is going to help you. Does that sound normal to you, Matt? No, it doesn't. It sounds like it might be incorrect. Yeah, it sounds maybe the way a toddler would say it. <laughs> Maybe in the age of privates, it's appropriate, but not in the current age. At 124.13, 
Bill makes one of the more grievous errors he can make. It's during an ad for Simply Safe. A great and fine company. We worship at the altar of Simply Safe. We respect the way it protects us and our valuables, and if we have to think about it, our families. Bill does not. And even though Simply Safe is paying him, and even though he can re-record these promos and have Kyle insert them inappropriately, that is to say at the wrong time, not into an inappropriate orifice. <laughs> he pronounces Simply Safe with a T. The thing that truly makes Simply Safe stand out. Simply Safe, ditch the zero and get with the hero. Chris and Matt, collective <laughs> hero. At 125.14, Zach Lowe asks a question that I think many of us, fans of the Bill Simmons podcast, are also asking. Where's the Las Vegas pod? I, I got to see for video of this. I, I, got, I keep hearing how feisty uh, it was. I got to see video of it. Where is the Las Vegas pod? Bill doesn't answer. Stop bringing up the Las Vegas pod if you're not going to play it for us. Bill does this thing where he'll tease like, oh, I, I interviewed this celebrity, but then he won't play the actual podcast with that celebrity for a month as we're finding out uh, in this slow week. But at least then you know like, okay, he's going to interview whoever, Kevin Costner. At least we know what it's going to be. This Vegas pod seems like it was interesting as hell. Yes. It's like they're talking about interesting things. Daryl possibly got into a fight or at least was antagonistic with Rusillo. Yes. And then... And Rusillo doesn't take shit. No. And then in between that is Bill, good buddies with both of those guys. Yeah. I want to know how this played out. There were people there, right? It was live. Mm -hmm. I feel like if it was really bad, there would be some leaked, even if not audio, just like a description. Yeah, on Twitter, somebody posted somewhere. But I have wondered... I have have wondered if the reason we're not hearing it is because it was bad enough that they don't want us to hear it. Although I still feel like there would be leaks. He did the god-awful NBA draft mm. live stream where you have no idea what's going on except for the fact that Bill Simmons and Russillo and maybe other random unmiked ringer staffers are re- reacting in the background. And he thought that was worth doing a live stream on. But this, not only does he not live stream it, he never even broadcasts yeah, it. Yeah, I don't understand this. There's something weird going on. And when Zach Lowe asks him about it, he's not real forthcoming with any answers about whether we're going to hear it or why we're not hearing it. At 127.46, my biggest pronunciation pet peeve. It's not international cell phones. It's not being on a yacht with a sewage problem. It's et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Not the first time he's done this, Matt. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. At 131.16, Bill continues to go in on James Dolan of the Knicks. And he says this. He's Dolan if Dolan was just in Arizona, surrounded by 70-year-old senior citizen living people and cougars. Now, I have no idea what it's like to be a 70-year-old senior citizen living person. But Bill's... (laughs) But Bill thinks that it would be a problem to be surrounded by those individuals. I think he might be talking about zombies, man. (laughs) My brother lives in Arizona. You think I should give him a call just to find out about the zombies? (laughs) I mean, I guess. And when he says cougars, presumably he means older ladies who are DTF. Yes. At 133.50, during a discussion about how Zach thinks the Phoenix Suns are the worst franchise in the NBA right now, Bill talks about how they've been kicked in the nuts for the entirety of their existence. Then immediately reverses course and talks about their great successes. <laughs> they were in the finals in the 70s, in the 90s. They were probably our most fun team of the 2000s. Yeah. Bill thought it would be funny to say this line about getting kicked in the nuts and then considers, oh, actually, they were in a finals. They had Barkley. Two finals. Yeah. They had the uh, D'Antoni era. I guess they weren't that bad. Steve Nash. Yeah. What was it? Seven seconds or less? Yeah. Yeah. At 137.33, this swallow. Plays out. I think there's some major Ewing. And to round things out on the first part of the week, at 138.45, a discussion about how to pronounce Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious or Inglorious? Inglorious. Spelled Inglorious. Is it really? 
Well, it's, it's got out. a weird spelling. Inglorious Bastards. Bill caught up on the U. Inglorious Bastards. The second pot of the week starts with Pearl Jam at 139. At 5.56, Bill begins a discussion of Shea Gilgis Alexander. And historically speaking, we know he thinks it's Gilgis. And in fact, we went in on Bill last week <laughs> for his repeated pronunciation of Gilgis, to wit. They have Shea Gilgis Alexander. Now it's Shea Gilgis. They have Shea Gilgis Alexander, especially if Shea Gilgis Alexander. This week at 556, he avoids pronouncing Gilgis or Gilgis by saying SGA. SGA to play. And he does it again. SGA is not playing enough. I remain suspicious that Bill knows about us. (laughs) Matt, (laughs) I I think you might be giving us a little bit more credit than it's due. I mean, we are heavily chasing clout, but that doesn't mean we have caught the clout yet. At 629, he calls him Shea. And Shea. (laughs) Three times. He's avoiding saying it. The question is why. Is Is who in the background said to him, you got to stop fucking this guy's name up? Well, at 4217, that advice (laughs) goes away because he says, this. Shea Gilgis Alexander. And just as a reminder, here's how Shea Gilgis Alexander says his own name. Shea Gilgis Alexander. At 2307, the light bulb is once again off. At some point, all these guys have the light bulb go up. When a light bulb goes off, it means things are dark. Yeah, there's no light. When a light bulb goes on, it means things are illuminated. Yes, right. You want a light bulb to go on in a mm-hmm. player's mind. Sorry, dude. It just doesn't work like that. <laughs> you got to get your cliches right. At 2554, Yiddish. Smooth and like he could make a million of them. At 2723, he makes a good joke. The Bill Protection Podcast. With Bill Protection, which was a possible name for this podcast initially, Kyle. (laughs) Bill Protection. The problem is during an ad read, which he could re-record, he pronounces podcast like this. Podcast. So close. Just re-record. Bill then goes on to talk about how people with big hands are not expected to be good shooters. And he's not sure... If Kevin Durant has big hands, but he is sure that Dr. J has big hands. Bill has done five or six podcasts with Kevin Durant. Yes. He's done one with Dr. J. The reason he knows Dr. J has big hands is because he shook hands with him once, but he can't remember ever shaking hands with Durant, even though all those podcasts were more recent than the Dr. J one. And there were many more. Of course, Kevin and Durant has big hands. He's fucking seven one or seven foot. He has huge hands. At 49.30, there's a discussion with O'Connor that mimics the discussion Bill had with Lowe about the worst team in the league. That is to say, the NBA, the only league Bill seems to care about. Even though NFL training camps have started in some rare cases and are about to start at the time these podcasts are put on, this doesn't care. This podcast, this Kevin O'Connor one, for some reason was the one for me where I was like, why are we still talking about the NBA? Yes. We have passed all the interesting stuff. We are rehashing at this point. It's time for football. Yes. Anyway, they're still talking about the NBA. And Kevin says there's no question the worst team in the league is Charlotte. Just two days earlier, Bill agreed that it was Phoenix. Yep. Bill never says Phoenix. And in fact, when given the opportunity, when Kevin O'Connor says it's definitely not Phoenix, Bill, silent. Yes. Does agree, could be Washington. (laughs) So which is it? Also, Bill notes uh, that if he ever does the atrocious owner summit, if he ever writes it, which he will not. By the way, that sounds like a cool idea. I would like to read that. Bill. Right. I like his writing and I like his ideas. And that, that's a good idea. Why say it if you it's like <laughs> I have this great idea, but I'm so rich, I don't have to do this. We are your ombudsman, Bill. <laughs> we want you to be better. At 5209, Bill, recognizing his inability to pronounce names, asks for an acronym for Nikhil Edwards. Can we give him an acronym? Because I'm never gonna be able to say his nah. name. 
Now, I think I got it right on the first try there, Matt. I it's not that did. tough. Maybe put a little respect on his fucking name. This is a man playing <laughs> professional sports. You can at least try at 5607 during an ad read for Helix Mattress. Bill leaves in this error. To fit your unique needs. They are paying you. You could get it right. At 102.13, Bill's talking about how things can be changed and says this. Tinkering stuff. I've never heard of tinkering stuff. <laughs> I've heard of tinkering with stuff. Yeah but not tinkering stuff. At 104.16, during a conversation about Netflix and Stranger Things, Bill says a site like ours. Because for a site like ours. Instead of ours. Less importantly, his concern is that Netflix has made a huge mistake in releasing all of Stranger Things at the same time. And he goes on to say the reason for the mistake is because it adversely affects the ringer. We would have gotten eight weeks of content out of Stranger Things, and instead we got about, what, six days? Yes. This is a, a classic example of Bill knowing better than somebody who is better at doing it than he is. Netflix knows what they're doing, right? I assume... They if, have the algorithms. Yes. If Netflix was going to make more money or be more successful or whatever their goal is at this point, get more subscribers by having... Uh, by releasing one Stranger Things a week. They would do that. They're doing okay, and they're not doing that. Bill is totally and completely motivated, I mean, sort of admittedly so, by his concern that the way Netflix is is marketing Stranger Things is not conducive to the ringer's... Ability uh, to produce content. Content, yeah, content schedules, I was going to say. It's bizarre. Also, the only other thing I want to say about this particular portion of the podcast was... It just reeks of intellectual bill. He just wants to talk about something and sound smart about it. Chris Ryan does most of the talking with a little bit of Amanda Dobbins uh, sprinkled in there. He seems to have like a general, at least knowledge of how Netflix's, Netflix structure and corporate structure and, and, business, and, and philosophy. business model works. I don't think Bill does. No. I, I, in fact, I, I know he doesn't. He, it's just clear that he doesn't. He just like chimes in with like, yeah, but this and yeah, ha ha. <laughs> that was my Bill Simmons. <laughs> uh, I th yeah, no, I think it was right. I I knew exactly what you're doing as soon as you did it, Matt. <laughs> I also felt a little bit like this was just a time waster. It seemed like he needed another 45 minutes to an hour of content, so he just brought them in to talk. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I don't want to like step on next week's episode because God knows the listeners can't wait. Um, <laughs> but thank you, sir. There is a part of me that just doesn't understand this almost like requirement on Bill's part to have these podcasts be at least an hour and a half, if not two hours. It's just like, I guess maybe now because he's in this zone where he's only doing two a week, but maybe it needs to be like that for uh, advertising purposes that he yeah, guarantees maybe. a certain length or something like that. Yeah, maybe. But this one, clearly, this whole podcast almost seemed like it was just forced content. It's all ringer personalities and it's all discussing not really particularly topical. I mean, I guess Netflix stock had a stock issue the, a couple days before, but it's like, not super relevant stuff and all ringer personalities. It was just like they sat down in a room and were like, we need a podcast. What can we talk about for two hours? At 107.14, Yiddish. And their habitual places they go. At 125.19, there's a discussion and Bill revisits the fact that his kid's name on Netflix is Dickhead. And the fact that his kid's name on Netflix is Dickhead comes up as he lists the Netflix personalities. Here's who he lists. Dad himself. Mm -hmm. Dad. Mom. His wife. Yep. Mom. Carrie, Carrie, oh, yeah. which is his wife's name. Yep. <laughs> and Dickhead. And Dickhead. <laughs> Does not list his daughter by name, Zoe. Yep. Or by position, daughter. Yep. Dad, mom, Carrie, oh, yeah. and Dickhead. Dad, mom, Carrie, and Dickhead. <laughs> which of his children do you think he likes better, Matt? The one he lists or the one he ignores? Good luck, kid. I would say these poor kids, except they're rich. They're rich as shit. <laughs> <laughs>
At 141.51, Phil can't wait to watch Fleabag in a year. Well, I can't wait to rewatch this again in a year. Well, then don't wait. <laughs> Just watch it now. And it's time for the light bulb to go on on the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. And by that, I mean it's over. <laughs> what that meant. Because it, you know he says the the light bulb has gone off. Like oh, I see. It's like the opposite. Okay, it's like the opposite, Chris. We're in a new age, the dawning of a new age, the age of privates. This has been the Bill Simmons podcast podcast, and I'm Chris, and I'm Matt. Welcome like to it. Bill Protection. I'm Bill Simmons.